Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hello, my beautiful, beautiful friend, and thank you so much for choosing to push play today on the Positively You podcast. I'm excited as I always am to be able to hang out with you and excited that you are choosing something uplifting to fill your ears with and to help you show up as the best and most positive version of you. So let's just jump right in. Today, the topic that I wanted to talk about is really exciting. You guys are going to just be lit up and so excited. I want to talk about FOMO and envy. And you're probably like, yeah, no, I'm not actually really super pumped and excited about it. I get it. It's kind of a heavy, it's kind of a fully loaded topic. But these are emotions and feelings that we encounter all the time. You know, not all the time, but on occasion. And they come up And sometimes we probably deal with them in really healthy ways and sometimes in not so healthy ways. (laughs) So I just kind of want to talk about these emotions, how we can take personal responsibility for them and kind of talk about the thoughts surrounding FOMO and envy and jealousy and kind of these not so fun feelings that we get sometimes. So You know the phrase that your parents would tell you growing up, like when you were at odds with a sibling and you were so mad and you were like, oh, he's making me so mad. And your parent would be like, no one can make you feel anything. And that just made you like blow up even more because you were like, ah, well, it turns out that your parents were right. Someone can trigger something in you that makes you feel something, but they don't make you feel that. That's totally on you. Turns out your parents were right. Who knew? So part of being a grown-up, though, is understanding that and being able to notice when you are feeling an emotion and whether or not you're making that choice to stay there or if you're getting curious about it, or what you're going to kind of do and learn and choose about that emotion. So yeah, sometimes you're kind of thrown into it, and you don't quote-unquote choose it right off the bat, but you can choose to stay there or choose what you're going to do with that. So a few weeks ago, I found myself dealing with a little bit of FOMO. FOMO, if you don't know, is um, the fear of missing out is what that stands for. So I was having a great old time, feeling like I was missing out, right? Like pity party for myself. And thanks to social media, FOMO is a lot easier to come by nowadays than it used to be. You can just be, you know, pick up your phone and all of a sudden you're like, oh, goodness gracious, why are all of my friends at this party and I'm not there? Or, oh my heavens, look at the house that they just bought. I hate mine. All of these things, right? It just kind of pops right up and it's just thrown onto you. 
So that kind of happened to me. I was scrolling my social media and this event popped up that I was not at and I felt like I was missing out, right? (laughs) And the funny thing about this one was, is I actually was invited to the thing that I was now witnessing on my media, but I just had some things happen, you know, life and wasn't able to go. And it was really funny because even still, even though it was my decision not to go as posts and pictures and Instagram stories started popping up on my feed, I started to feel those feelings kind of rise up where I was like, oh man. And I started to feel left out. I started to feel super bad for myself. And so instead of burying these feelings or trying to cope by grabbing a bowl of ice cream, being like, poor me, right? Or some other unhealthy way, I actually decided to get curious. If there's one thing that I've learned over the past couple of years, it's the power of curiosity and the power of asking yourself questions. And not only questions, but the right questions and learning to dive a little bit deeper with yourself. All right, full disclosure, I do need to back up a little bit before I get to this part of me being very present and very aware and in tune with myself because, spoiler alert, I am human. I am a work in progress. (laughs) And so I want to share with you how this really went down and what I think a lot of us probably do. So first, I started to self-sabotage. And what I mean by self-sabotage is that when that first little post popped up, I deliberately went searching for more. I was seeking out more of the thing that was making me feel bad. Is that messed up? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, I know. So instead of just continuing to scroll or, I don't know, heaven forbid, put my phone away and go do something like live my actual life, I started to investigate. A post popped up, so I said, oh, who's tagged in this? Let's click. What are her stories like? Oh, what are they wearing? Oh, shoot, I didn't know she would be there. Dang it, now I'm so bummed I missed out. And click, 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 until I was basically at the thing because I was so engrossed and obsessed with seeking it out and with knowing who was there and what was going on and just making myself feel so incredibly awful for not being there. Now, I'm fairly certain I'm not alone in this and that there's some, you know, that we do a form of this to ourselves. It might be that we follow people online or we deliberately seek out accounts that make us feel less than. And you might not think that I'm deliberately doing it, but we kind of do, right? We search, we have these different accounts that we follow. I'm just going to use Instagram as, as an example, right? We have like these home decor accounts and we can use those to gather, you know, we call it inspiration. But then sometimes we just sit there and feel like crap about our own houses. It's not inspiration. It's something that we use to compare, right? Or we do the same thing with fitness accounts. I'm just getting ideas. But then we sit there and be like, look at her stomach and look at her arms and poor me. Or anything, right? It could be home decor. It could be fitness accounts or makeup gurus or people who cook amazing meals or I don't even know. The sky is the limit, right? But there are times that subconsciously we seek this out intentionally and then we wonder why in the heck we feel like crap. So we will get back to this, but back to where I was. So I'm on there intentionally seeking this stuff out and I was spiraling. 
Now, luckily, I did catch myself before it got too out of control. I had to sit there all of a sudden. I was like, whoa, (laughs) whoa, girlfriend, girlfriend, what the hell are you doing? And (laughs) I do this to myself all the time. I like to refer to this process as the check yourself before you wreck yourself method. And I have to check myself before I wreck myself all the freaking time. So it's where you have to intervene with yourself before you really do some damage, before you go down the hole and spiral out of control and then you find yourself eating a sleeve of Oreos to cope with your feelings. I know from experience. (laughs) So what you have to do, or what I have found is healthy, is to get myself into a healthier headspace (laughs) And I do that by asking myself some questions to help me work through the emotions or the things that I'm feeling rather than just masking them with um, like deflection or eating or uh, passively aggressively cleaning my house, (laughs) something like that, right? So I've learned to actually face those and ask some questions. So here are some that I ask myself and if they're helpful for you, if you ever find yourself in a similar FOMO or comparison spiral, Here are those questions. So number one, what am I feeling? Just immediately, okay, stop, pause. What am I feeling? Put a name to it. Is it sadness? Is it anger? Is it resentment? Is it jealousy? Figure out what the actual feeling is that you're feeling instead of just like, icky or bad or I don't want to deal with this. Like what actually is it? Then I'll ask myself, okay, I know I'm feeling sad, for example. Why am I feeling this? And dive a little bit deeper. Okay, well, I'm still feeling sad because I'm missing out. They're with their friends. I wish I was with my friends. This makes me feel sad, right? And you kind of start to dive a little deeper with yourself. Number three question that I ask is, okay, am I feeling envious of the actual thing that I'm seeing? Or am I feeling envious about what it represents. And so it might sound kind of the same, but it's different. So the actual thing, pretend that I'm scrolling and I see somebody and they bought a bus and I'm totally just like thinking of things I've seen lately. They bought a bus and they renovated it and their family's living in it now and they're traveling the country. And I'm like, oh man, And I sit there and I'm like, okay, what am I feeling? Am I I feeling jealous? Okay, why am I feeling jealous? Do I actually want a bus for my family to live in? Maybe. But for me, in this instance, no, I don't actually want to live in a bus. So I'm not jealous of their bus. I'm jealous of what it represents. I'm jealous of the time that they are out there with freedom, doing what they want, traveling. Like that's what I'm actually jealous of or envious of, or whatever. So it's kind of, again, going a little bit deeper with yourself and understanding the actual root, the actual thing. What is the feeling? Why is it there? Like, you just kind of ask yourself more questions, and then you get to know yourself a little better, and then you can handle these things a lot better and a lot quicker in the future. So the next question I ask is, okay, now that I know what I'm feeling, why I'm feeling it, what it is, can I do anything about it? Like, can I make this happen for me? Can I do a different form of this? 
right? Like you figure out where you have the power and the control and what you can do about this. So with that, right, if I'm envious of the bus, I'm not actually envious of the bus, I'm envious of the freedom and the travel. Is there anything I can do about this? Absolutely there is. I can take a step back. I can look at my life and be like, okay, if this is what I want, where can I make some changes? What can I make a step? Can I plan a vacation? Can, you know, all of these different things where then instead of just sitting there being like, (laughs) poor me, right? Like I'm in control. I'm empowered. I like, I'm not just in this spiral of life is so unfair. No, life is what you make it. So make it good. Okay. Wow, this episode is chuck full of good stuff. Want to know what else is full of good stuff? Juice Organics. It is my go-to solution for getting more greens in my diet. Because let's face it, sometimes getting in enough veggies is hard. But not anymore. Now, I'm basically juicing every single day. But without the hassle and without the mess. With just one scoop of Juice Organics, I'm giving my body over 40 organic fruits and vegetables grown by local organic farmers. Juice Organics' mission is to inspire and empower families to live healthier lives by making it simple. Well, I'd say mission accomplished. Right now, you can get two for the price of one with a special buy one, get one free discount just for podcast listeners. Head to juiceorganics.com, that's juice, J-U-C-E, and then use the code POSITIVEU, that's POSITIVE and the letter U, at checkout to score your discount. Now, let's get back into the show. After you go through these questions with yourself, or when I go through these questions with myself, I'm in a better headspace, right? I'm able to kind of understand and feel my feelings. And I think that that is one of the most important parts, is to actually feel, feel your feelings, and to not shame yourself for feeling them. I think that is a huge, huge part, is a lot of times we say that, right? Like, oh, feel your feelings, but then feel bad about the way you felt. No, no, no. Feel them. And there's no shame around the feelings you feel, especially with things like jealousy or envious, because that's always, at least to me, has always been taught of like, that's such a toxic trait or like, oh, that's an ugly trait. Like jealousy is so unattractive, whatever. Right. So the last thing that you need to be feeling on top of FOMO, on top of sadness, on top of envy is guilt and shame for being a flippin' human being and feeling freaking feelings. Okay? (laughs) So like sit there, feel your feelings, ask your questions, dive deep with yourself, but like shame and guilt does not have a place here. Compassion, grace, all of those things have a place here, okay? So the next step then is taking responsibility, taking ownership. And this (laughs) is where I really had to practice some real self-restraint. This is where I had to be an adult to myself, right? I knew I could keep searching it out. I could sit on my phone all day long. I am a social media detective. I could find and dig and research as much as I wanted. Follow hashtags, follow tagged accounts, follow location tags, whatever. If I wanted to find out more information about whatever it was that I was missing, girl, you better believe I have the detective skills (laughs) to figure that out. But why? What good would that do? 
nothing. It would send me deeper into a spiral. I'd feel like crap. I'd probably take it out on my family and we're just, you know, no good can come from it. So I had to sit there. I had to own up. I had to take responsibility for my actions. So yes, the very first post that popped up could have been something that just popped up, right? I didn't seek it out. It just shows up. That's how the feeds work. But what I do after that, what I choose to do, what I choose to focus on, that is on me. (laughs) So another thing that you can do with this and taking responsibility around your FOMO and around your emotions, here's a couple of uh, tips or things that I do as well. Number one, obvious, 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 get off social media. Now, this might seem like a no-brainer, right? But sometimes it's harder said than done. Like it's right there. It calls to us like, like Moana in the sea, right? It calls me. I promise I won't sing on this podcast very often, but it does. It's like, oh, it's one of those things. We get those dopamine hits or whatever. So go plug in your phone, leave it in another room, go find something else to do. Just get off of it. You can come back later, but get off for a minute if you're, you feel yourself doing that, that FOMO spiral, right? Okay, so number two, when you are able to kind of come back to your social media, it's time to edit. Edit your social media. Take notice of the accounts you're following and the people that you're following. And if you find that there are certain ones that are constantly triggering that FOMO in you, take a hard look at why you're following them. And maybe take a break for a minute and see how you feel. It's okay. Like unfollow, put an account on mute, whatever you need to do. And you might be thinking, oh, that's rude. It's not rude. And maybe it's a close friend. It's easy to write to unfollow people we don't actually know. But it might be like, well, this is my friend, but I always feel myself feeling like really bad about myself whenever I see her stuff pop up. Like whatever it might be, that's fine. That's on you and you need to own up to that. Okay? Like that's the thing about when you're feeling envy, especially when it's around someone you actually know in real life, because soon that envy is not going to just stay envy. It's going to turn into something else. It's going to turn into resentment. It's going to turn into annoyance. And, you know, you'll begin to resent that person and be like, just, oh, eye roll every time they come up. And then you might start to resent yourself for feeling that awful towards a friend who you should feel good towards. And then you go down this like, shame, self-shame cycle that, you know, because then you feel crappy about yourself, blah, (laughs) like no fun for anyone. So really, really, really take a minute to edit your social media. You get to curate what it is. I always find it so funny when people say, oh, I just have to get off of Facebook because it's just so negative. Or, oh, I just have to get off Instagram because it's just so negative. You are the one that curates that. The algorithm is different for every single person. It caters to you. So if it's negative, you need to take ownership and responsibility to turn that into a more positive place. And I've done this. I had my um, feeds and things that I follow now are completely different from what I was following three and four years ago. And it is such a a more positive place for me. All right. So step number three is get moving. Move your body, change your scenery, change where you're at, get up, go for a walk, go outside, get in a run, pop in your earbuds and just turn on some music and dance your little heart out. Like, I don't care, but just get up and move for a minute. Get some blood pumping. It's amazing what just a little bit of movement will do for your mood and get you out of your head into your body. And it's just kind of a quick, a quick little shift that you can make when you're really feel yourself going down that spiral. All right, so step number four, do something nice 
for somebody else. I mean, there is a reason why people always say, you know, if you're feeling bad, go serve, go do something. Because just like moving, it gets you out of your head, but instead of to your body, it gets you focused on other people. So it doesn't have to be a big, huge, grand thing of like, I'm going to go here and volunteer and feed the hungry or whatever. Like, don't overcomplicate it. Do something nice. Offer your spouse a compliment. Go hang out with your kid. Like, Little teeny tiny gestures of something nice will make a world of difference. It does not have to be huge. It does not have to be overcomplicated. But the more that you can, again, get out of your own head, get out of the woe is me, like pity party, and go do something nice for somebody else, it's going to help flip that switch just like getting moving well. Okay. And last but not least, and I did put this one last on purpose, is get grateful. Now, the reason why I put this one last is for a very good reason. So when you are in the depths of throwing yourself a pity party, the very last thing that you need to hear is, oh, just be grateful. Like, how dare you? You have so much to be grateful for. You have this and this and remember this, blah, blah, blah. That is known as toxic positivity, right? And that's kind of a big topic and buzzword right now. But when you toss aside your negative feelings or you try to override them with positivity that's not actually helpful, you're just burying something and putting something different on top of it. And that's not what we want to do. So while I I do think gratitude is amazing and I think that you should have a grateful or a gratitude practice in your life, the minute to have that is not when you're in the depths of a pity party, when you're in a FOMO spiral, when your envy and your jealousy radar is just like going through the roof, the last thing that you need to be is like, hold on, think of the things you're grateful for. Like, how dare you be like, blah, blah, blah. How dare you be feeling this? You have so much to be grateful for. How dare you? Like, because then you're again, going to throw yourself into this shame cycle and you're going to feel bad and then you're just going to spiral and go round and round and round there. So when I say get grateful, that's when you're in the right headspace to do it. So that's why having a practice that you do often and consistently is very, very helpful because as it becomes a practice in your life, you naturally will feel feelings of FOMO and feelings of jealousy and envy less and less because you're just grateful all around. It's not something where you have to be like, oh no, I'm feeling bad. I need to be grateful. Oh no, I'm feeling envious. I need to be grateful for what I have. You're just grateful all of the time. And so that FOMO and that envy doesn't doesn't have room to come in, if that kind of makes sense. So getting grateful is more of a proactive approach instead of a reactive approach like some of these other ones are. Okay, so that was fun. Um, here's your homework. <laughs> I've never really given homework on the podcast before, but what the heck? Live a little, right? <laughs> so if this week you haven't already began an um a pra- wow hi tongue tied if you don't already have a gratitude practice i would invite you to establish one and if that's even just in the morning you name something you're grateful for at night you name something you're grateful for one thing fantastic if you want to start with 5 if you want to have there's so many ways to get grateful. And I actually already did an episode on this. It is episode 12, how to be more grateful every day. You can go and listen to that one. You can also download my free guide that I have, um, guide to getting grateful. Go to jessielarson.com slash podcast slash grateful. And that will be there for you. 
Um, or you can send me a DM on Instagram. I will send it right over. I also want you to take time to notice your emotions as you're on Instagram, as you're scrolling a feed, when you're on Facebook, whatever it is that you, that your thing is that you like. If it's TikTok, if it's Instagram, if it's Pinterest, whatever. So take notice of the emotions. How are you feeling? Go through those questions. How am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Do I need to edit things? And go ahead and make any edits that you need to in order to curate a more positive experience for yourself. Like I said, you are 100% responsible for the things that come up in your feed. So edit it as needed. Make it a positive place that you want to be that makes you feel uplifted and positive and empowered. And I also talked about this before on another episode as well. So episode four, how to be more intentional on Instagram. You can go there. I go into a lot more detail about making your social media a positive and uplifting experience for you. And last but not least, just get curious. Ask yourself questions and do so without shame. Kick that shame to the curb. Feel your feelings. No shame for feeling them, but dive a little deeper with yourself to understand the why behind why you're feeling them and what exactly they are. All right, so there you go. There is a whole bunch of my thoughts surrounding FOMO and envy and jealousy and just those emotions with that. So I hope you have an amazing, amazing week. I will see you guys next time. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jesse and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.